Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, beautiful brown girl. You're now listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree. I'm the self-care fanatic over at browngirlselfcare.com and I'm also your host. On the show, I share my uncensored thoughts, We'll be having discussions, sharing products and experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered and ready to level up your self-care practice. Let's go ahead and get into today's discussion. So today in the U.S. at least, it is Mother's Day. And I think today's episode is super timely. So today we're going to be talking about checking in with yourself, why it's important and ways to do more of it or, or ways to recognize how that looks for you. Um, <clears throat> Mother's Day is huge. I don't know if it's something that you've ever really thought about. Um, and you may be so blessed to still have your mom in your life or that mother-like figure. Um, all your kids are alive and well and healthy. And I think that's a beautiful thing. However, The other side of the coin is that some of us have either recently or at some point experienced heavy, super heavy losses. Um, Everyone doesn't have their mom in their life right now or that mother figure either because um, that person has passed on or they just never were in your life to begin with in the capacity that you needed. So that's a loss. Um, Or... Unfortunately, some of us mothers have lost a child um, for various reasons. So Mother's Day, as beautiful as it sounds and as beautiful as the sentiment is, it can be depressing. It can leave someone feeling detached, lost, lonely, heartbroken, sad. Um, I mean, a variety of emotions, angry. So... I don't take for granted that I am blessed to have my mother in my life and my child is still um, with me, but I know that that isn't the same story for everyone. So if Mother's Day today was hard for you, first of all, I just want you to know that, you know, we see you and I'm hoping that you're able to find some time today to just be with yourself or with someone that will just make you feel loved so that you can just get that energy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that you had some time to just, just to be, just to be and feel whatever it is that you needed to feel today to help you just to keep going. 
Um, with that said, let's go ahead and jump into the topic, which again is talking about checking in with yourself and why it's important and ways, few ways to do that. So, um, first of all, what does it mean to even check in with yourself? We know what it means to check in with others, right? If someone, you know, that you're familiar with or close to experiences a loss in their family or the loss of a job, for example, or a breakup in a relationship, or they're having medical issues or, or some kind of trouble. Something is just, whatever it is, they're just having some, some, some challenges and rough, a rough spot in their life. And you check in on them. You pick up the phone. Um, you call her. You see how she's doing. You send her a text message. Um, you might have flowers sent to her house or cup, a cupcake delivery. <laughs> you might take her out for wine or food or a movie or, or just there's just it's just you reaching your hand out and just connecting with that woman in your life and just letting her know that you're there for her. She's not alone. You're there to be whatever type of support she needs at that given time. And, and just to let her know that you're there. Right. So we do that for other people and we do it without batting an eye. But I find that when it comes to us and checking in with ourselves, how often do you think you do that? Would you say it's daily? Is it weekly? Monthly? If at all. Right. So, For me, it means pausing whatever it is that I'm doing. And I could be at work. I could be at home. I could be driving. Um, I can be about to go to sleep, but it's, it's mentally just pausing my activities or physically too, obviously, and my thoughts to get up. And I just, it's just to get a better gauge, like checking in with myself to see how I'm feeling, like how my body is feeling, how I'm feeling emotionally or mentally, just to make sure that I am good. Or if I'm not good, you know, what's going on and just kind of going into it to see, see what's, what's going on. So, um, something I didn't realize really, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't really think about it. And it's probably the same for you is that, our minds are like freaking processors and we're processing hundreds, if probably not thousands of things and messages and images and thoughts every day. And I don't know if it's the same for you, but I know for me personally speaking, this shit can get super overwhelming and super stressful. Um, I would say that for any adult in 2019, I'm pretty sure that, or I'm assuming that you have experienced complete and utter overwhelm yourself. And I think it happens a few ways. It's like, here are a few things that like overwhelm me. First of all, just all the trauma in the news, man. Like, Can we go 24 hours without hearing about someone in our community being violated, attacked, killed, raped, shot, whatever? I'm just, how can I say this? Um, I'm not saying that I don't want to hear about it like it happened and I don't like I don't want to hear about it. I'm saying, can we just not have it happen, period? Like, is it possible, and I'm assuming that it's not, but is it possible for us to not be hurt in some capacity just for 24 hours? 
Clearly not. But that is overwhelming when you open up, you know, the news or the news app on your phone or or however you take it. And it's just one thing after another. So that for me, because I, it's like, I, I feel that harshly. I feel it so hard. So it's very overwhelming for me. Um, Something else is just social media, man. I don't think we'll ever not have social media and it can, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Social media is a positive, it can be a positive, wonderful place. (laughs) But you know, if you're in any type of place where you're just having a low point in your life, that imagery on, on like Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook or whatever, um, all it's going to do is just like show you how effed up everything is in your life. It's going to show you how effed up your hair is. If your if your baby if your baby hairs ain't laid, <laughs> how effed up your body is. If you're overweight, if you're underweight, if you don't have big boobs, if you have if you don't have little boobs, if you don't have a snatch waist, if you aren't a certain color, if your eyes are brown, if your hair is straight. I mean, everything like nothing's right. Your job is not right. Your shoes ain't right. Your car's not right. Your life's not right. Your house is not right. Your kids ain't right. Nothing's right, according to social media. I don't mean to sound so silly, but I'm just serious. Like, man, nothing's right compared uh, according to social media. Like, so if you're at a low point, just just don't even do it to yourself, okay? Um, also, like caring for others means like less time for yourself. So if you're in a position where you're you know, caring for uh, um, an ill spouse or a newborn or a toddler or an ailing parent or or just someone that you are taking care of. That's that's less time that you have for yourself, which can be um, stressful as hell. Um, also, if you're like dealing with like medical issues, not only are you dealing with the the madness of whatever the illness is that you're dealing with or the complications that you're dealing with. But then the, the double or triple whammy is when you start getting those bills in the mail, right? That your insurance didn't cover. If you are privileged and blessed enough to have insurance, mind you. Um, because if you don't, then it's, you know, it's even worse. Like you have to make decisions like can I go to emergency can I not what do I do um but those bills start rolling in and baby it's just like a whole you you just your mind just goes to a whole nother planet at least I know I do because I've dealt with some things and then when it's time to pay for these co-pays and doctor's visits and medicines and and whatever everything else the insurance doesn't cover for the tests and and ultrasounds and whatever you know and then bills start coming in it's just like oh it's like, it's, it just makes you question something. So if you haven't experienced any of that kind of overwhelm in your life in 2019 so far, you are blessed beyond measure. And those are just a few ways. I'm sure there's other ways that, you know, everyone kind of has their own form of, of overwhelm. But if you ain't had none of that this year, then consider yourself you know, blessed and lucky. So, um, it's not just that, but I just feel like also besides just the social media and the body and the this and the that, 
and just all the images that we see and the and the messages that we receive i think also a part of it is that we tend to run on like autopilot most days and autopilot is like i don't even know how that happens i probably should have read into it but i didn't think to do so but it's just like you just get so used to your routines you're like in that rut like you know how how like when you're on your way home from work and when you leave work at least for me, I'm like super excited. I'm like, yay. (laughs) And then I get in the car and I do the same thing every time. Put my seatbelt on, check my messages, um, find something to listen to on a podcast or the radio back up. Like I park in the same spot at work every day, back up from the spot and get on the road, do this, do that. And the next thing you know, like you are home and you sometimes you look up and you're like, how the hell did I even get here? Like, you're just so on autopilot and just <laughs> not paying it. I mean, you're paying attention and how we're able to navigate the streets like this. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you. But that autopilot, baby, is just like you just end up getting from point A to point B. And it's almost like a brainless activity. That's how scary, <laughs> that's how scary it is. It's like almost, I know it's not, but it just feels like, you know, like your brain is not even active at that point, but clearly it is. But, um, so like when we run on autopilot, I'm talking not about getting home, but like just in general, when we run on autopilot, it's like we may begin to miss the signals or the signs that our bodies are sending to us that are that are there to tell us that, you know, um, something isn't right or like we aren't we aren't doing something that we probably should be or something that we need to do. Um, So we're missing all those signals. And then also I find that like when I'm on autopilot and I just know what to expect and, you know, thing, I'm not really processing things or checking in. Um, I find that that's when I just start taking stuff for granted. I start taking stuff for granted. And I think I just said granted. <laughs> granted. We, I, I stop taking, I start taking things for granted. And it's like, I don't, I don't really thank God for anything or give thanks or just be grateful or show gratitude for stuff because I'm just so on autopilot that I'm not even realizing like, or, or just understanding how marvelous certain things are like waking up in the morning every day, having a safe place to sleep, food in my belly, clothes on my back, um, hair on my head, you know, just different things, just simple things, a car to drive, Heat, working heat in the house, working air conditioner in the house, having a job, you know, everything. It's just like running on autopilot. It's like you miss those opportunities to check in with yourself and say, dang, you know, life may not be perfect or how I think it should be, but I got some great stuff still happening in spite of, you know what I'm saying? So autopilot, I think, can be a a, a dangerous thing if we allow it just to kind of keep going without checking in with ourselves. So, um, so other reasons why it's important, I feel it's important to check in on yourself is because it helps to gain, it helps you to gain perspective. Like I kind of just mentioned, um, it helps you to gain perspective in a way where like 
you may think it's just all bad. But when you take the time to check in, you realize that it's really not all bad. Every Everything is not, there's always something to be grateful for, as, as cliche as that sounds. But when we gain perspective, we can see what's working, what's not working. Um, we can see things to be grateful for. We can put just just bring things to light and and really take a minute to analyze certain situations situations that are for our better good or for the good of our community or for the good of our family and things like that so we get that perspective when we check in with ourselves um and we see things from different angles right um something else that i think is, that happens is we can we start to show ourselves more love and compassion which for me personally, I feel like it's it was missing in my life for like years, for a long time. Like I'm just now starting to come around to a place where I can do that and show myself compassion and not judge myself or shame my, myself for different experience, experiences or things. Or I can, you know, wrap my arms around myself. I'm doing that right now. If you're in a place where you can do that right now without looking crazy, <laughs> just wrap your arms around yourself and give you a squeeze. It's like just showing yourself some love and compassion is is also like a key benefit when you check in on yourself. Um, I think it will help us to start to not do or say things out of frustration or anger. How many times have you just been so... Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because 
again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Fed up, so overwhelmed, so stressed out, so tired that when your child says something, even the slightest bit the wrong way, you snap. Without even thinking, you just snap, right? Or your spouse, or, you know, just whatever the situation is for you. I think that, or I'm learning that as I have begun to really take the time to slow down and check in on myself, for some reason, I feel like, Remember that scene in the Matrix where Neo's like, um, how can I even explain this? Like, I haven't seen this movie in so long, but you remember how he was just kind of like moving in slow, in slow motion when those bullets were um, coming for some reason, those agents were like shooting at him or something. Again, I haven't seen the movie in like probably five, 10 years. So excuse me, but um, it's like he had time to react. Oh, that's when he did like that backwards, like, you know, that backwards, like, whoa thing, like whatever. Um, you know what I'm talking about, but it's like he had time to analyze and react. Right. So I think that for me, for me, when I take time to decompress and check in and just see what's going great, you know, see what's going not so great, how I feel, et cetera, et cetera. I can be more in control of my emotions. And I love that shit. I love it. I love it so much. Listen, I'm raising a teenager right now. And man, I wish I had these tools that I am learning and uncovering um, in my tool belt years ago, but I didn't. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I wish I had this years ago because now, like even today, <laughs> See, my daughter's in a playing around stage. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but she's playing around. I'll say something like, um, hey, uh, oh, hey, like today, can you, can you, what did I ask her to do? 
I forget what the heck I asked her to do. I asked her if she could do something. I shouldn't have said, can you? I just, I should have asked her to do it. And she was like, no. And see, the brie from a few months ago would have just snapped, right? And she was playing around. She was kidding. But I wasn't in a playing kind of mood. But I actually took the time to pause like I paused y'all are you understanding how I am changing because this is major I'm serious like I was able to pause like Neo and kind of calculate you know what had just happened and I just told her you know hey I need you to do xyz and and you know please don't talk to me like that or whatever it was and I was proud of myself like I didn't snap I didn't raise my voice I mean I, I'm just excited. I I don't know. Let me just move on to the next point. (laughs) Hopefully you could understand what I'm saying though, that, that this is just happening because I'm starting to really get into this self-care rhythm. Um, but also another thing that's good about checking in with yourself or on yourself is because it helps to determine like what parts of you might need some extra attention or TLC. Like, Maybe it's your body. Maybe your body is sore. Why is it sore? Maybe you have a headache. Why do you have a headache? Maybe maybe it could be checking in and finding out, you know, that you got some unresolved things you really want to get done. Like, could be your education or having a converse, a, t- a tough conversation with someone. Or it could be, you know, TLC in the form of you realize you need some more emotional healing or whatever the case may be. Um... I just think that when you do this often, you're able to kind of like scan and see what's going on and then it'll just kind of bubble up and you'll see what areas, you know, need a little extra care or compassion or love or TLC or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's why I think it's super important. So I'm still kind of cracking up over the whole Neo thing. (laughs) So, um, is his name Neo or Nemo? I think it was Neo. I need to watch The Matrix because it's, like I said, it's been a minute. I think Nemo was the fish and Neo. Because when I say Neo, this is completely random. When I say Neo, I'm thinking about the singer. Uh, Yeah, I think it was Neo. So, okay. Anyway, moving on. So let's talk about some, uh, how I check in with myself. And I encourage you to find a way that works for you but this is kind of what works for me so you can you know take what works add to it subtract multiply whatever it is that you'd like to do um but let's just quickly talk about that so um first of all first of all I have an apple watch and I love it I love it I love it I love it and I love it because it has this um prompt on it uh what is it called I think it's called calm or it's called breathe one of the two and it's it has it's kind of like a little app and I get reminders that pop up I think like twice a day and it um basically just helps you to take a mindful minute or two or actually up to five minutes and um you just do it through slowing down stopping what you're doing relaxing you can close your eyes and you just breathe. That's it. You just focus on your breath. 
I swear to you, as soon as I said that, I just felt so calm. I don't even know where that came from, but I just totally slowed down and I feel super relaxed. Like I literally feel like I just had like some wine or something really weird. Maybe that's because I've been using this consistently. And as soon as I said, breathe, I just loosened up. I don't know, but I'm, (laughs) I'm so serious right now. Um, so that was weird. But um, so, yeah, you use this. And if you don't have an Apple Watch or you don't want to use that, you know, app or whatever. And there's a ton of apps, a ton of mindfulness apps like the there is an actual app called Calm. They actually do have an app called Breathe. I think it's spelled B-R-E-E, B-R-E-E-T-H-E. Um there's a whole bunch of apps or you can set like a reminder on your phone or, or something that like a little notification that pops up like in the morning when you wake up or before you go on to bed or on your lunch break or, you know, if you need a break from work at certain times, you know, you can do whatever works for you. Um, but you just take one or two times a day for at least a minute. If you go longer, that's great. But at least a minute to just settle in, close your eyes if you want to. Um, and just breathe, focusing on your breath, just in and out. Um, and that just helps to eliminate like distractions and to just be present and just be, you're putting your, your health as a, you're prioritizing your health, I should say. And you're just in a state of mindfulness and being right So after I do that app, I personally like to whip out my journal. Well, first of all, let me back up. So when you're breathing or as I'm breathing, what I like to do is this is where I kind of like I'll take the time. I'll take time to breathe and then I'll just see what kind of just comes to me. Like I'll scan my body. Um, I'll just notice if anything feels weird. Like, do I have a headache? I think I mentioned that before. Um, are my joints stiff? I'm experiencing like joint stiffness right now for some reason. I think it's because of inflammation. Anyway, um, you know, how does my body feel from head to toe? And it doesn't have to be taking, you know, an hour to do this. I mean, you can quickly feel what is not feeling right, right? Um, so you check in like that or emotions might kind of start to bubble up. Like I said, like if maybe you're angry, you know, and that's just how you feel and you just sit with that. Or maybe you're sad and that's just how you feel and you sit with that. Or maybe you're, uh, hungry and that's just how you feel and you sit with that. Right. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm doing when I'm breathing. I'm just, I'm being, but I'm also just kind of, it's hard to explain because I'm, I'm just in a state of mindfulness and I just become more aware of what's going on inside and and physically to my body, inside my body. And then I guess outwardly my, on, on my body as well, just scan and sees what's going on and just kind of happens that way. So just focus on that for a couple of minutes and then because I'm a journaling kind of gal, as I've mentioned a million times, um, I whip out my journal and sometimes I'll ask, sometimes I'll either write kind of what came up, like if it's a memory that bubbled up, good or bad, um, or if something doesn't feel right or whatever, you know, I will just kind of write all that down. Or if nothing really, you know, 
bubbled up, but I want to just still just kind of acknowledge some stuff. I might, you know, um, write a prompt, a question, you know, in my journal just to kind of get the ball rolling. So some of the things I've asked myself and you can come up with your own questions, but these are just some of the things that I've kind of written about. So it's like gratitude. What am I thankful for? Um, what are some good things or like three awesome things about me? Uh, can I help somebody today? Because sometimes when I sit there, I feel great. You know, I feel good. And it's like, can I help somebody today? Can I help somebody have a better day today? I'm not saying I feel that way all the time because I don't. But sometimes I really feel like so good. I'm like, okay, who can I help today? Who can I make smile today? Who can I give to or pour into today? Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, is there someone or something that's limiting me in any capacity? Or like, what is that situation? What tell me more? Like I'm telling myself, tell me more about that person or that situation that's limiting me in some capacity. How does my body feel right now? You know, What's what are three ways I can love myself today? So just questions like that. What do I need right now? Just those kind of questions are what you can write about in your journal and just take that mindfulness activity to that next level. Right. And then what I also like to do is, um, well, first of all, let me see here. Once you answer that prompt, what I was going to say is, um, what I've learned is to make sure that you try not to jump to justifying what comes up. So you don't want to justify things or be hard on yourself about whatever it is. If something does bubble up, like this isn't this, this isn't a time to like be feeling guilty about something or shaming yourself about something in any capacity. It's like, it's this is not the place or time for this type of mindfulness thing that I do. It just ain't that ain't that ain't what this is for, right? So um what I would say is if something bubbles up just it's okay. It's okay. Just just write it down. Just just take the time and just to write just write it down whatever it is. Good things, not so good things, scary things, you know, that can be another prompt. Like what's scaring you right now, right? Um, so then what you can do once you've done that prompt or you've had some time to kind of like scan your body or your emotions and what's, you know, what areas need TLC or what's going great or whatever, you can take what you've written down if you're having like some challenges or even if you're not, but you can take some of the stuff that you've written down and kind of tweak it. And then you can turn it into like a mantra or like an affirmation or something like that. So for example, um, like if you had a headache, but you were scared to go home, like even to go home a few hours early, how many, you know, have dealt with that? Um, you might come up with a mantra that's or affirmation or, or a positive statement or reinforcing statement that says, It is safe for me to take time away from work to heal. Or um, like if you're having just challenges in your relationship, you might say it is safe for me to share my needs with my husband or it is safe for me to share my needs with my dad or with my mom or with my significant other or my partner or whomever. Right. 
So you want to kind of take what you've written down. And if it's something that's a challenge that bubbled up, you can just put up a spin to it and say it's safe to do X, Y, Z, right? That's what I would do, or that's what I do. And um, you can even, like, if warranted, take it a step further and set some time to put it on your calendar to write out some of some goals or actionable steps. Like if you going back to what I said about how it wasn't a place to like, well, you shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't say shouldn't, but I don't think you would want to do this anyway. But it's again, it's not for shaming or justifying your actions or any of that kind of stuff. But if you felt you needed to, because um, some things bubbled up and you know it's something that you want to work on, then I would put take it a step further and maybe put some time on your calendar to write out like some goals pertaining to whatever it is that bubbled up. Like, for example, if you're like, um, like one of my things, I'm trying to be more positive about my body, right? So maybe it bubbled up that uh, you really need to lose like 25 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever. Again, not a place to justify, well, I'm eating because I'm stressed out or, you know, I whatever, or to shame or anything like that. But maybe once I was done with this exercise, I might put on my calendar to spend, you know, 20 minutes to put some goals. If it was important to me, um, to just get healthier, like make a, make a plan or, or write down some goals or something, um, that you'd like to, where you in on certain areas, excuse me for stumbling and fumbling, but, um, if there's some areas that you'd like to make or see some changes, you know, set some time aside and make some goals or some actionable steps. Okay. So, woo chow. I feel like I just talked my butt off today. Um, and I wasn't expecting this to record so long, but, um, hopefully you found this helpful. I would really like to hear from you just to get your feedback on ways that you yourself, um, check in on yourself. What are some things that you do? If it's an area that you struggle in, I'd love to hear about that too. Um, if you have, um, different ways that you do this, I would definitely love to hear about that because as we build this community, it's going to be a place of supporting and learning. So if I can support you, you know, great. Um, if I can learn from you even better. And if you do email me, please make sure to send that to connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect at browngirlselfcare.com. So guys, our beautiful brown girl, I should say that is it for this episode. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, I encourage you to share um, brown girl self-care with a friend, a sister friend, a girlfriend, a BFF, a bestie, your mama, your cousin, your auntie, whomever you feel would benefit from just hearing um, about different ways to practice self-care. And with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week.